Welcome to today's episode of the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast, where we offer bite-sized lessons and steps that you can implement as a part of your journey towards becoming the very best that you can be. This is your podcast host, Brigitte Bornstein, and just so you know, for planning purposes, we release a new episode the first and third Tuesday of every month with some amazing guests. Thank you so much for joining me for today's discussion. I hope you'll return my handshake to you. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. So how do we actually share our story? And I'm referencing this all more generally, but more realistically, this might show up as many short personal stories that you're able to just incorporate as they come up, whether in conversation or in your day to day. And we all do this super frequently. I think you can be catching up with friends over lunch and more often than not, the conversation's going to at some point become an exchange of stories and remember whens, like, hey, do you remember this time? Or that sounds like a lot how this time, insert story here, happened to me. So sharing stories isn't exactly a groundbreaking idea. It's actually very much on trend at the moment, but not groundbreaking. The heart behind your sharing those stories is. And that is exactly what we're going to be looking at today in how to share your story. So in this episode, we're characterizing the heart and the motives that will drive the how-to behind your story sharing. We will circle back to why last episode's idea of knowing your story is so important. So if you haven't listened to that, I highly suggest it as a precursor to this episode. And then we'll just end this episode with a few practical tips on gauging when and how to share specifically as the leader that you are. Why I suggest listening to last episode before this one is because knowing your own story is what's going to help shape that leader's heart that you really want to have behind sharing your personal stories. But just to recap, I mentioned taking the time to talk through your life story just because that exercise forces you to acknowledge everything. Speaking through your life's events from A to Z forces you to give yourself a pat on the back for the challenges overcome that are really easy to overlook and not acknowledge. And it forces you to see and not ignore all of the affirmation winks so that you can then use those, use those memories of growth as fuel to approach your future. And then talking through your life story also just brings a certain level of real kind of come to terms with for the not so favorable parts of your past, which of course we all have. And this is why I do suggest doing this with someone else like I did so that just in case you're really tempted to beat yourself up over anything that you shouldn't, a trusted person, maybe a family member or a friend can just be there to give you that dose of encouragement or maybe switch around your unrealistic expectations to realistic expectations and bring a positive perspective to counterbalance any of your your negativity that might be there that would just be super unproductive, right? And why knowing your story is a necessary precursor to the leadership skill of sharing stories it's because that means you've already taken the time to externally process all of this stuff and you don't really need to get it off your chest as much as somebody else. And so because you've, for lack of a better phrase, because you've taken care of yourself in that area, then you can facilitate that area of growth and that experience for other people. It's kind of like during that safety brief on commercial flights, right? Put your air mask on before assisting others. Know and share your story so that you can share with others and help them share back. So... How to share your story. 
Let's go back to that situation in the very beginning, to that scenario of you're being out at lunch with friends, sharing your remember when stories, except this time I'd like for you to envision yourself as a leader. You might still be catching up with friends over lunch. You can be a leader there too, that's fine, but you might also see yourself at a Monday morning bright and early review meeting in the conference room at work or in the locker room with teammates, in your dorm room common area with roommates, at an outdoor get-together with some friends on a Saturday night. Wherever it is, you're always a leader and you're sharing remember whens. Remember when this time and oh yeah, I did something similar to that a few years ago. Let me share my experience with that. And I just want you to ask yourself one simple question. Who are you sharing that for? Are you sharing it for you or are you sharing it for them? Who are you sharing for? If you want to develop yourself as a leader, it's going to have to be more often than not the latter of those two. You'll need to shift into a more frequent sharing for them mode. In order to explain this a little bit better, I'll first explain what it's not. Sharing for other people is not just hopping into the conversation to tell a story just to make yourself look really cool. And it's not sharing something really challenging that you went through just to make people feel sorry for you. You can literally tell the exact same story and depending on your motivation behind sharing it, get completely different reactions and make a totally opposite impact. A personal example of when I did this the right way, and trust me, this is something we all have to learn, The other day, a friend called me and just explained some tough things she's dealing with in college, and she was feeling really down about it, not as confident in herself as she normally is by any means. And so first, I listened. Second, I asked permission to share some personal experience that I thought would be helpful and applicable. And third, I extracted overarching lessons that I learned from the stories that I shared with her And this is where we spent the bulk of the conversation. Some of the stories could have been told in more of a woe is me interjection. And that would be so inappropriate, so unhelpful, and so focused on me, right? In this situation, I wanted to help her. So any stories that I was going to share were not going to be solely about me. They were going to be maybe a tiny bit about some things that I walked through, a lot of bit about the lessons that I learned, and mostly about how she could take all of that And we could extract some lessons to apply to her experience and mostly just about where we would be going from here on out. So a tiny bit about similar things that I walked through, a lot about the lessons that I learned, and mostly about how to apply those lessons to her experience so that she can get over that hurdle. I know that I'm being a little bit vague, but basically she was dealing with some bullying and we've all been there. We've all felt that at some time or another, but I could relate very much on the type of bullying she was experiencing. So I'm really, really glad that we had this conversation and I shared with her just a really tough time for me. I think it was mostly when I was a college sophomore being anonymously bullied online. And I shared with her how tough that was for me, not to make her feel sorry for me, but just to dispel her preconceived notions that I always had my act together. And so I took her situation being bullied. I pulled from personal experience, a time when I was anonymously bullied, and I used it to show her first that I cried, that I was hurt, and that it's okay for her to be hurt too. And then we moved quickly on past the story sharing phase into a great conversation about how to transform a seemingly negative time in her college career as invaluable lessons for the future. And we talked about perspective and thinking long term and we just had a super fruitful, amazingly beneficial conversation. And I even checked in with her later and she was still doing much, much better. So I'm super thankful for that. 
So if you want your next helpful conversation where you share stories to be for sure about the other person, just say it. Just be totally open and transparent and say, hey, I have this story that I think would really resonate with you and what you're experiencing. Do you mind if I share it? You can say something like, I'm only asking because I want to make sure that you feel like this conversation is about you. That's something I do all the time. If I really want to make sure that somebody understands the heart behind whatever we're talking about, they want, like, I want to make sure that I'm being clear just because it's so easy to misperceive things and have a miscommunication. I'll just say, hey, I just want you to know that I really want this to be about you, that I really want to be helpful. I want to help however I can. And then we just move on from there and they totally understand. And then we just have a great open conversation. So it's okay for you to just communicate up front that you want the conversation to be about them and just ask, hey, can I share this with you? And how to share your story with the heart of a leader behind it really just means that you're using story sharing to open up the doors for others to do the exact same thing. You help them be more comfortable and it promotes an open conversation which ultimately leads to uh, a lot of cohesion and something that my husband actually added when we were talking about the content for this episode is this. He said that sharing stories actually paves the way for empathy right? Sharing stories paves the way for empathy. And empathy is a super incredible, really valuable shared understanding that promotes trust, bonding, unity, and, and so, so much. For So empathy is critical, whether in the home, the workplace, a group of friends, it's really important. And some other things that just make for a good heart behind the storyteller as a leader is we just covered being others focused about the story sharing and asking yourself, who am I sharing this for? Am I sharing this for me or am I sharing this for them? The next characteristic to drive your story sharing is humility. And I'm going to use my parents here as an example because most people either are parents, have been parents, have parents, or have parents in the form of legal guardians. And I think a lot of parents or just people in general get a little confused about this fine line between being your authentic self and being your leadership self and, and putting your best face forward, saving face or whatever you want to call it. And my mom and dad were extremely good at knowing and sharing their stories with me as I grew up in the most humble manner. I remember some really clear, pivotal moments in my high school, maybe college years, when I would find myself facing a difficulty and the most comforting and inspiring conversations were the ones where my parents would humbly share stories that resonated with me because then I got to be on the receiving end of that empathy that their humility extended to me in the form of their story sharing. And I was more inspired to do the right thing by the stories that they shared than by simply being told not to do certain things, but the power of the stories that they told was in the humility with which they told it. They were humble enough to share the tough stories, be open about the regrets, and be transparent about the mistakes. So just to give an example, it was with a lot of regret that my dad would really humbly share with me some of the things that distracted him as a college student from his studies. And don't misjudge my dad, by the way. He's really, really smart. But just hearing how he told of that slight regret over not studying during that season, I was able to take those detailed, thoroughly laid out stories that took me all through his pre-college to post college years and decide for myself that I wanted to focus on school. And this is where emotional intelligence can come into play because you're wanting to leave out enough details that sharing those hard stories doesn't just become all about you, but you're also wanting to be authentic enough that the person you're helping can feel related to, feel understood, and have enough detail to understand and context to extract the valuable lessons learned. 
So whenever you're sharing a story to a friend, a coworker, anybody, just share it humbly. Share it humbly so that you don't leave out that one ugly detail that might just end up being the one that makes your friend feel related to or, or makes the light bulb go off in their mind. Share it humbly so that you're listened to and not just ignored for immediately wanting to brag about yourself. And the third characteristic in the heart behind sharing stories with other people is, well, first, we're sharing stories for them and asking ourselves, who am I sharing this for? Am I sharing this for me or for them? And second, we're sharing humbly. And third, share listening. Listening to their body language, their cues that can let you know if they are or aren't receiving what you're telling them, if it isn't making sense or if it isn't applicable. And with this, just try not to be scripted. Be okay with the story sharing, with your sharing your stories, morphing into a back and forth dialogue where maybe you end up not getting to the very end of the story, but it's okay because the goal is helping that other person. And that just comes back to point one. The heart behind a leader who is good at sharing personal stories is others focused. Moving on to a few quick, simple tips for story sharing. One, timing is important. Sometimes people just want to vent and the time for you to share is not then, maybe later, but just ask. So in my example of talking through some anonymous bullying issues with a friend, before launching into something, I just asked her, is it okay if I speak into this right now? Is it okay with you if I share some personal experience that I think could be helpful? That way, she could decide if it's a good time for her to receive or not. Also with timing, just consider the other person's state of mind. So if it's super late at night when they're coming to you, maybe it's a little better to sleep on it than to have a conversation that is super deep, maybe a little emotional late at night when the best thing for clear thinking would just be to get some sleep. Next, don't be afraid of asking for help. If someone comes to you and you have a story that maybe could relate to them, but you also feel a little underqualified and insecure over what advice they're seeking, don't be afraid to maybe first you share what you have to offer, but then you just finish it by saying that you feel like you don't have a lot of credibility. Would they be okay if you sought input on their behalf from someone who you think does? So it's okay to not have all the answers, but you can also just go find them. Lastly, I know that this can sometimes just make people a little bit nervous. When you're asked for advice and you need to speak into a serious situation, there's definitely a little bit of pressure. Or even if you're at a social gathering and it's just all eyes on you for the moment that you open your mouth for the one minute remember when story, even that for some of us can make for sweaty palms and really red faces and that's okay. I don't think that you would be being your authentic self if you literally practiced every single story that you could ever fathom sharing with a group of friends, but there is a way that you can practice just being comfortable speaking. And my answer to that would be to literally just practice talking. Um, maybe you schedule some catch-up phone calls with friends because in my mind that counts as practice while taking a little bit of the pressure off just because they can't see you so it's a little bit more private. And this one might sound a little bit weird but just talk to yourself while you're driving or something and before you think that that's really odd that I'm mentioning talking to yourself, I'm pretty sure we all do that so I'm not the only one and talking inside of your head counts as talking to yourself but next time you do that, just do it out loud. Just like you would practice giving a speech before you go give it publicly, just practice how you would introduce yourself and share a few fun facts or something that would just ease that weight 
if that's something that you struggle with. So then after that, everything else will just kind of flow a little bit more naturally. To review and a little bit of mental homework, again, I suggest listening to last episode if you haven't already, just because knowing your story and specifically going through the exercise that I talk about is what will help shape that leader's heart that you really, really want to have behind sharing your personal stories. And then that way, once you've taken the time to dig into all this stuff on your own, you'll have that much more to offer other people to help them be the ones to grow. And how we'll do that is in the many short personal stories that you're able to incorporate as they come up in conversation or in your day-to-day, go into them reminding yourself to first just ask, who am I sharing this for? Am I sharing this for me or am I sharing this for them? So that whatever you share is others focused. Second, share humbly. Share a story humbly enough to remain relatable, to include important details, even when they show your imperfections. And third, share listening. Share and be listening to their body language, allowing for that back and forth dialogue, reminding yourself that it's all about them and making them feel important. And I am very excited for our next episode. We have a wonderful guest speaker coming who I think will be able to speak into this topic specifically with some personal experience just on the importance of focusing on other people. So until then, I think that we all have our homework cut out for us to really just be focusing on this, trying to create a habit out of walking into a conversation, being focused on the other person and not ourselves. And I can't wait to be back with you next episode. Thanks so much for joining me on the Best You Can Be Leadership Podcast. If you are as excited as I am about diving into our potential and stepping into the very best versions of ourselves, then follow me on Instagram at bestyoucanbe and don't be afraid to send me a message. You can also visit bestyoucanbe.com and fill out a contact me form. I can't wait to meet you. In this episode, I've stuck my hand out to introduce myself to you, but go ahead and do the same for me. Tell me who you are, what your story is, and what you would like to see most in lessons to apply to your leadership experiences. Until next episode, keep going, keep growing, and keep becoming the best you can be.